Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Doing this turkey thing with my neck. Oh yeah, that's how good that groove is. I like. <laughs> that's stop. how you know. I can't stop it. It's still going. Party neck. Party neck. That's what they yeah. call it. Party yeah. neck. Uh, <laughs> exciting. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Hey, rocking, rocking the beard. I like it. Yeah. For it's, now, I yeah. got a show coming up. I think I I might not want to do a, a show in a with a full gray beard. Oh okay. Kids, you got a kid show? <laughs> yeah, it's a kid's show. Uh, <laughs> well, the last time I did a show, an in-person thing, it was a, a music thing, and uh, right as I was about to start, it was right when the beard was first coming, it was like a month ago, I sat down to do my one-man band thing, and this young dude goes, hi, dad. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> And then somebody else told me I look like Jay Maskus, which, you know, I like Jay Maskus from Dinosaur Jr. Mas- he oh. looks like Judah Freelander. Oh, okay. Good. So, we, all, we all look like Judah Freelander in our hearts. But <laughs> um, the, uh, the high dad, I was like, man, maybe I should rethink the, and, the gray and beard. You're the, and you're the youngest one on the show. <laughs> we're, if you're dad, then we're a bunch of grandpas on here. Oh, man. And I think Adam just, Adam's just a weird uncle. <laughs> <Yeah>. But... but <laughs> Jeff and I are definitely the granddads. <laughs> All right, let's bring in these ding-dongs. These ding-dongs. <laughs> yeah, let's tell Adam Holtz and Jeffrey Paul. Yeah. Good fellas. Yeah. Getting shorter and shorter. I want to be alone with Anthony up top. So. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> Somebody just come in here. I got nothing. <laughs> come on. Save me. Save me. I love you. I'm kidding. Dad. I'm kidding, Dad. <laughs> great. great. Adam and I hung out this past week. Yep. Oh, wow. that's, that's not allowed. That's not allowed. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't told about computer. this. <laughs> you guys are He's trying to be like us, away. trying to be like us, Anthony. They're starting to hang out <laughs> no in concerts way. together. <laughs> no way. 
So what did you guys see? Was it Pat Benatar? John Mooger? We wish Mugler? it was Pat Benatar. No, we well, you'll go see, see Pat Benatar soon. She's playing uh, in a couple weeks. City Field. <laughs> you got tickets? I don't have tickets. No, I'm not going. Yeah, they've um, given them. They actually given them away. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> the free show. No, we went City to go Field. see Counting Crows. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. And, and Mr. Uh, Jones and yeah, me. Actually, you sound closer to, to that than he does now. Right. <laughs> you think so? Really? Oh, my God. I saw, yeah. I saw oh. him last year and he was pretty good. Oh, was, yeah. Yeah. It, I, it didn't sound, even sound like the same voice or the same guy. That and Round Here were two, my two favorite songs were just like unrecognizable. It was yeah. oh, brutal. Is it late on the tour? Because that, that sometimes that matters. I don't think so. I think they just started up this tour. A lot of summer tours start like in yeah, April, think... May and then get rolling now. Really? All right. Yes. Yeah. Maybe That's... they just don't want it anymore. Yeah, well, maybe. I mean, I thought the covers were better. I thought the um, I think they the, the, the Grateful <laughs> Dead uh, cover, Devil is a Friend of Mine, was friend great. Of the devil, yeah. That was really good. And um, I thought, you know, the um, Yellow Taxi was, you know, Johnny Mitchell cover was good. Oh, okay. I've, you know, I've talked about this before. I've seen good people like live and they were terrible. I've, you know, Guns oh, N' Roses yeah. was terrible live. And that was in 89, dude, when they were like the best of the best they were ever going to be. <laughs> oh, go see them now then. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was like an 89. But I was like, Axel just couldn't hit it like he could hit it in the studio. You know, yeah. and so it was just like it's gotta know, be Sinead, hard to sing that high. Yeah, Sinead O'Connor. I've said this before, but Sinead O'Connor was the same way. She just couldn't. Oh, really? Hit, huh. She couldn't hit those notes. Yeah, so. I don't mind bands not, you know, kind of messing up live because at least you know they're playing with, you know, live. They're not playing with track. Yeah. I, I like that. But I mean, Adam Durrett sounded like nothing. Like the only other time I could ever remember singing this, this like disappointing was Meatloaf at the end of you know, his last tour that I went to go see. And cool daddy. More like meatball. Am I right? Ah, ah, yes. <laughs> Roasted. Roasted meatloaf. Mm. Hey, let's put some parmesan on that meatball. Eh? I, just, I just can't believe he's that they're that bad after a year because last year they sounded pretty good. And I'm not a fan at all. And so I think when you're a fan, it's or at least a go? fan of a few songs. I feel like yeah. you give a little bit of cushion for like how yeah. good they are. With me, I was like, I hate this band. And I was like, they're pretty good. And <laughs> Even so, Mr. Jones, you don't like the, don't that like, one song? I don't oh. like that kind of stuff. Okay. I don't like white dudes yeah. in dreadlocks. But, but um, <laughs> it's just, you know, I, th I thought it was interesting because when I saw him, uh, he was improving. Um, a lot of the songs like he was changing yeah. the lyrics like he was just kind of oh. you know going off and doing what he was it was really funny yeah. to watch because the, the crowd would try to sing along and he'd just go <laughs> some other direction and be like whoa hey wait. <laughs> just do the songs come on yeah well, I think, uh, enough of these dopey I respect tickets. that I get it sometimes you know mm, you do no. a joke you've done for years sometimes you add a new tag I get it I mean I'm sure yeah. musicians get bored too you know yeah. well he but just he looked they're, 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 those are yes. charging enough for tickets you see the what Eagle tickets are going for, Anthony? Eagles, they're still yeah, playing, Eagles. aren't they? Dead. Final final tour coming up. Oh, take it. Let's uh, take it easy. He likes let's take it easy. Let's see, uh, <laughs> six hundred bucks. If, yeah, if, for for like maybe nosebleeds. Yeah. What uh, twelve hundred? What yeah, are we talking? It's, yeah, it's over, it's over a grand. It's about right. Want. It's like wow. doing, no, it's terrible. They're doing like eight shows, right? It's a short run, or is it a big one? No, it's a, it's a big one. It's with them, with Steely Dan. It's a good uh, bill. When, when did shows get this expensive? Because I, I feel like it's year. only been the past year. 
I haven't yeah. gone to a lot of shows past in the past year, year but like you used this, to be able to see big crazy shows. tickets. Yeah. Cause like, like I, I, I saw Paul McCartney maybe 10, 15, well, like 13 years ago, maybe at no, Yankee stadium. That was a long time yeah. Ago, dude. yeah, that's yeah a long time but ago. it was only like 80 bucks to see him at Yankee stadium. But it used to be an expensive ticket was about anywhere from but you were like a major make a wish kid that year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I went to go. I went to go see what Aerosmith tickets are going for. Right? What you are they going for? You can't get anything good or even close for like under six. Six hundred. Yeah. God damn. That's the start. But these people want- are going to die, so it's worth it because you get to see uh, them before they die, and so, okay, it's, so you, it's, a, you, it's a die tax. I mean, every performer you see is before they die. True. But these people are close. These people are Anthony, write down down that lyric. That's a good one. You don't think they hear dad? They hear dad every show. (laughs) A lot of it's because it's some chick that they banged on the road. And so there's a kid that's like, you're my dad. dad. You're actually actually their son. Yeah. So so how about the the Taylor Swift tickets were going for the weekend that they played in New York, you know, Giant Stadium. She did three shows. Sold them all out. Incredible. You couldn't get tickets for under a grand. Right. I heard about that. But That's, I didn't realize it was everybody. I thought it was, you know, because she's huge right now. You know, it's, it's, it's just any big act like Tears for Fears when they played here. You know, those tickets you can get for under $200. Yeah. But it's, it's Tears for Fears. But it's Tears like, for Fears. Right. But I, mean, I don't, I don't, but I don't, I don't get like, you know, the Eagles and, and, and I mean, that is, Insane, insane. I wouldn't go to an Eagles show if you paid you know me. How many ex-wives those guys have? Like you, did, you know, there's a, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. money it needs the to be made. The alimony tour. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. There's so much money that has to be paid. You know, I don't, know. I don't like mind that. it. Like, I gotta put a kid through school. Yeah, it's like whatever. It's like first of all, Eagles, Eagles fans usually have a pretty good tax bracket. You know what I mean? Like it's. You know, Anthony's not going. I'm not going. It's like it's guys that are like people that have, you know, the money to spend are going to go see the Eagles. And then if you want to see it, I mean, I was looking at Elton John. They were crazy prices, whatever. It's just like it's just, you know. Oh, yeah. I would see. Did you go to Elton John? I did. Yeah. I went to. um, You did? Elton John at uh, MetLife. (laughs) MetLife. I would see Elton. I I like Elton John. I had a I had floor uh, standing room and I got it for less than 50. What? 50 bucks? I, I, wow. uh, secondhand market. I think it was StubHub. Okay. That's you just, you're just that guy that knows how to do hack stuff. You know, and right? you got drunk with them after the show, right? It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Always getting drunk with the yeah. artists. 50 bucks. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, get us Eagles tickets for under 100. Let's see if you can pull that off. I, mean, have oh, to I don't give know if I can pull that one off. But... <laughs> no way. 50, 50, the bucks, 50 bucks for Elton John on the floor during that's this great. last tour? That's amazing. Well, because he did multiple you know shows at uh, MetLife. I want to see the. Uh, he did multiple he shows. He there. oversaturated the market, you yeah. know, He because he had been back. Because like right now, Guns N' Roses tickets you can get for under two hundred dollars, like a decent seat. As you should. Yeah. Right. You should, you should be able to get tickets to Guns N' Roses. First of all, their audience isn't Elton John money, so it doesn't make sense for them to be. Yeah, there's like there's probably like. 
40 people that are successful that like guns and roses. <laughs> Everybody else is working at the car wash. You know what I mean? Like they're, you know, it's, it's not, it's not Elton John money. It's, you know, Elton John's that high. But the, yeah. But the thing money. is, when you look, but you look at everything else and the price of everything and it, everything is, is up and everything is like out of control. So like, you know, where do you draw the line? And, and when, when, when do people just say they can't, you know, they're just going to turn off to getting these tickets. Uh, you know, people just get into, people keep showing up. That's why they do it. They can get it. away with it. People show up. You know, I was, I remember I went to a Colt concert. He looked at the crowd and he goes, God, we want to quit, but you guys keep showing up. He's <laughs> 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 like, we don't want to do this anymore. It was so funny. He's like, we don't want to do this, but you guys just keep showing up. So we just have to play. And I thought it was such an honest, funny, you know, Kind of just, yeah, people will pay the price. You know, what were we going to say, Anthony? You seemed excited about something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when? Just now? <laughs> you, said, you were like, I want to see him. We all cut you off. I don't oh, know. What, what was it? Um, <laughs> you were, I was reminded because we were talking about farewell tours. Uh, the B 52s mm. are doing their farewell oh, tour, yeah. and their last shows are in Vegas. They're doing like a Vegas residency all, all summer. Okay. Uh, and into the early fall, I think. And what are uh, tickets going for that? I think they're like hundred bucks. Yeah, I think that something I think like pretty that. Reasonably priced. Um, so I was thinking about going. I don't know. I mean, it's you know, it's it's not that close. Yeah, how old? They got they got to be getting up there too. I got seventy, old. right? He was old in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people used to call him dad. <laughs> that mustache, dad. All right, we have to show love. We love the B-52s. Love the B-52s. Love Shaq, baby, love Shaq. That's where it's at. Rome is a great song. (laughs) What song? Uh, Rome. Rome. Oh, Oh, Rome. Whiskey Water. Is that the song? Yep. They're a good band. They're fun, you know? They like... uh, Just like... Party band. Clothing. Yeah. A lot of party neck going on at a B-52s show. They're punk like... Blondie was punk. They're not punk like you know. It's a different kind of punk, but it's punk. It's it's, yeah, it's in, like in, like rockabilly new slash wave, you know, more new wave probably. Probably rockabilly too. Like you but know. before they were like part of the the CBGBs kind of early were punk CB- scene. I don't think they were CBGBs. No, band. I don't think they were CBGBs. They, well, they, they were from, from. They're not yeah, from, they're from New York, Atlanta. but they, that's, yeah. that's from the South. Yeah, they're from the no, South. But I they, don't think they played they, CBGBs. Maybe like they, a Tuesday. They like played CBGBs. Did they? Yeah, they were part of that whole movement. Bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) They were. They played the Grizzly Pattern. That's what they played. They played the Grizzly Pattern. Also, I just want to point out, I'm I'm doing a show and it's free. We're talking about these outrageous prices. The next, the show that I'm doing is free. Come on, people. I heard you're paying people. (laughs) Yes, that's why I'm mentioning it now. Twenty bucks. Tacos, you you I'm bringing tacos, tacos, free pizza and tacos. Tacos, I'll come for that. Just make me look good. Where's your show at? It's uh, here in LA at uh, Harvard and Stone. When's this? Monday, Monday night. This Monday? Yeah, this. this How come you don't tell anyone anything? Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't want to be like, hey, come out to my, come hang out at my show. That's why it's free, Dad. Yeah, that's not telling people. It's some business model you got there, Adam. <laughs> I'm doing my my one man band thing there. Well, how are you doing? Like, a, how long is the set? Uh, it's probably at least thirty minutes or so. Well, I, you got to. I'll try to come, but I got. I wish you'd give me a few days. 
I didn't know. Well, I didn't want to be like, hey, come and hang out and watch, watch me Why perform. wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I don't you? know. I'm I don't know. Supported you for the beginning of time. Why wouldn't I go to <laughs> some music place with a bunch of weirdos calling you dad in the back? And then like, I'll get in a fight. I'll punch a dude. Just yeah. you making fun of my friend and it'll be a whole thing. I'll start a mosh pit. Just laying out 22 year olds think they're better than us. <laughs> He's young at heart. <laughs> I'll show you dad, motherfucker. <laughs> dad beating is what you'll get. <laughs> Did right, the B fifty? You got it. Did they play? Yeah, CBGB's? they played CBGBs. Uh, oh, it was dude. based off I of know, the success dude. of Rock I saw Lobster. I was just seeing if you really knew. <laughs> no, see, they went to play that era. That, that that had to be like before. Yeah, the first yeah this would have been the first album. So seventy eight. They didn't play that because they were a much different type yeah. of band with fifty two girls. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. First yeah. the first album. Yeah, Lobster, all that stuff. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't playing CBGBs in the early nineties. No. But yeah. uh, well, that's, you said Tin Roof Rusted, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's one of their songs. <laughs> I didn't know I had to be era appropriate with my reference. <laughs> you do, with your jokes and your slams. You got to be era appropriate. That's how it works. Yeah, that's how this show works. Come on, get with the okay, program. Wait, wait, let me do it again. Rock Lobster! There it is. <laughs> there we go. Ooh, with the sound effect. That was, see how much more powerful that was? Because you yeah. cared? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because you gave it the extra. <laughs> what you the extra. Care? extra <laughs> well we workshop it you know we, we, we work it out together right, let me yeah send me over your set list let me make sure you're doing the right stuff for monday because uh i want to make you look good this, yeah yeah uh, okay this, this shouldn't be your only other gig all right let's uh <laughs> i gotta get anthony famous that's the goal so Please. kids if you're in la go see anthony you twitchers get off your Come computer on. screens you six people that do not live in la it's we're gonna free show the free do show it's a free show what else? You I mean, parking's never free. Um, no, in, in LA, free show and tacos, right? Free so, tacos. We'll get tacos. If pizza. you if you come from this show, if you're watching <laughs> yeah. this show right now, and you come to the show and you go, say, I will buy you tacos. You, you just got, you got to go. Say people. Dustin's vinyl, and Ooh. I will buy you tacos. Just come up to me and say that, and I'll get you a taco. We'll take I you to like our favorite it. spot. I can just see some kid walk up to Dustin and go uh, tacos, and Dustin go, "What the fuck did you just say?" <laughs> You don't come up to me and talk I to me like that. I love tacos. I love. I would. I would. That'd it's be my, my best favorite. friend. If you say taco to me, I'm your buddy. <laughs> I'm a taco fanatic. All right, it's a weird show, but I like it because I love tacos. Because this is the love show. It's the and love that's... show. But do you love these songs? Love Shack. Love all okay. the songs. So we do. Uh, got some random pools. Let's see. Uh, just albums that I love. I don't know. There's, there's nothing. Nothing crazy. Um. We got this. Uh, I don't even know the name. What's I don't know the name of this album? What's 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 the name of the graffiti? Right? Is this uh, physical graffiti? Physical graffiti. Physical graffiti. I love this um, Led Zeppelin album. I think it's great. I think it's right. uh, I think it's one of the you know better ones. I don't know. It's like uh, I think all. Of, I, think, I guess there's two bad Zeppelin albums, but you're pretty pretty solid one through five. Don't you think so? One I, through I don't five. think there's a bit. Maybe presence is not the is probably the, the weakest of what's, them. What's the one Conditiva or something? Oh, that's not even a real album. Coda. Okay, that's not even a real. That Coda. was like okay. after Bonham died, they just put out like you know uh, outtakes. Okay. okay, so that's a weird one. You know, and I love the artwork on this. It's got the like little windows, and then the yeah, you know, little you can like play. That. I love interactive albums. You know, where you can just kind of be like, hey, oh yeah, that little, album has like one of the best songs up. ever written on it. Which song? Cashmere. Cashmere. Oh yeah, Cashmere is a great song. That uh, 
photo is from uh, a, it's a building on St. Mark's Place in New York City. Oh, nice. You can go oh, see it. Very ribs right there. Very ribs is hanging out waving. <laughs> trying to get a guest spot. Just trying to get a guest spot. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Barry Ribs, you, you would know. Can I, can I, can I play tamborino on at least one of the songs? <laughs> <laughs> can I do checks? Can I do that? <laughs> I uh, like this Who album. Uh, oh, Kids are all right. Oh, yeah. Classic. It's got a good, uh, my generation. I mean, one of the best, I think it's top That's 10 rock song. songs ever. Great song. um, yeah. And, it, you know, it's who's very punk. And, and very, I mean, most of the punk bands oh, sure. I feel like took from this whole. whole you they never played CBGBs, though. So. Uh, they, they were already too big. They for played that. their own CBGBs. <laughs> who? Anthony, who? Who? Uh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Tom Waits fan. This is a cool oh. live album. Um, pretty cool. Is that Does he sound good live? Have you? I've never seen him live or seen even. Um, Fantastic yeah. live clips. I tell you, his voice doesn't crack. I'll tell you that. Yeah, because <laughs> that you know that could go either way with a voice like that. It could be like he sounds it's amazing or he sounds worse. I think, I think it's different. It's like a Barry White thing. Like that's just yeah. always kind of steady. It's when you go high and the octaves are high. I think that's when. You know, you have problems. It's yeah. like the, it's easy to stay than it is to go high. You know. But does he have like all the weird instruments uh, live too? Like yeah, he plays weird everything. percussion and yeah, he's great. Eggs and sausage. That's I like that song. Jitterbug boy. This is a good. This is a great live album. Yeah, get some live We're, stuff from me. You'd like it. Check it out. It's really all right. With Tom Waits, what's a good album to start with? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know. What's a good album to start with, Jeff? You're a big Tom Waits fan. I am not a Tom Waits fan at all. I would always I go with the greatest hits. Greatest hits. Live. I would go live album. What what is this famous one? Let's see here. Was it Rain Dogs or maybe? I, I don't know any of his albums all the way through, but there's there's an album, I think it's called Bone Machine. And it has the song uh I Don't Wanna Grow Up. Which is my favorite uh, Tom Waits song, Single and the, the, the Ramones covered that too. Also, a great version. Oh, yeah. So, what is this? But I don't know. Bone Machine, yeah. Rain Dogs, Swordfish Trombones, Small Swordfish Change, Trombones. and Closing Time are the Apple That's Music it. picks. Okay. Oh, okay. Can't go wrong with Apple picks. Well, Bone Machine has has my favorite song on it. I don't know how it is, is as a, as a whole album. I, I haven't really, but I love that song. Very cool. Um, it's a little dude from uh, ZZ Top. Oh, Billy Gibbons. Yeah, his solo work. It's pretty great. I met Rick him one time. Did you? Yeah, it was like the first Wait. time I came to LA. Well, I was in a, I was in this band, and we were just hanging out at like a flea market, and he was just oh, wow. walking around. And uh, cool guy, right? Very cool. Yeah, love very Billy cool Gibbons. Guy. And this is for Jeff. <laughs> 
fuck this guy. I hate this guy. You hate oh George Thorogood. He's oh, just like yeah. all the artists it's you love. Show. No, you he's gotta love no, yeah, no, George. Yeah. You gotta love man. George. Oh man, that's it's weird. Because I actually don't mind him, but I hate all the I other stuff be. that you love. Rolling <laughs> King Snake. Come on, I drink alone. I drink alone. <laughs> that's a good song. I got no money, oh man! I, <laughs> I, have to, I have to listen to that whole rap again. It, oh, it's oh, it's so. Uh, but it's a love show. It's a it's love, a love show. show. Johnny Winter, good stuff. Johnny went great. Yeah. Rock and roll, Coochie Coo. Hmm. Edgar Winter's brother. Oh, okay. One of the first oh, times yeah, I ever went vinyl. on a date, clear I went to go see him with my wife. Oh yeah, you wanted. We weren't even we weren't married. We only went out maybe for like the second or third time. We went to this club and he was playing in the back room. Oh wow! So he's part of uh, the whole romance. He's part, yeah, he's part he's of canon. the law. Yeah, <laughs> the part courting of the days of Jeff and his wife. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And that's how you got her. I would have just brought her like a sick cat and be like, "Can you help me?" <laughs> she wasn't a vet yet. We were oh, just, we was. were just under. No, we were undergrads. Oh wow! Oh, wow. you were in college. Yeah. Okay. Oh, now it's. Oh wow! That's great. Very cool. College. Mm-hmm. You know what that is, Anthony? All right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I went briefly. It wasn't for me. I went to art school. It didn't even count. Yeah. It's not even a real school. I should have yeah. gone to art school. Why didn't it's I go great. to art you school? You get a real oh, degree. Art school is amazing. Yeah, you get a real degree, and like a lot of times, I just would just bring in like I'd forget to do an assignment, and I just bring in trash and just make it abstract. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> That's great. Is it too late? Am I too old? Can I go to art school now? As, oh, as a, you can go, dude. On this panel, you're a, a, a very young person. So uh, yes, you could go to school anytime, up. dude. As long as you're healthy, like, hey, Dad, you, you go, Anthony. Yeah. Just go. You should. Yeah, go to art. What are you gonna do in art school, though? You probably get know. in on a collage scholarship. Yeah, collages or. Um, I did I a lot of those. Get a senior discount. <laughs> <laughs> you got one more year, Anthony, and then your life uh, is over. I and know. You're the forty club, and you're the forty club. I know. My, my my birthday's in a month. My thirty. Yeah. Thirty. We have to get a new person because you you know we can't have yeah. everybody over forty on this show. <laughs> We're <laughs> we like Menudo here. We gotta add a fifth. We gotta get a twenty year old. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, it's just the old man record show. Mm-hmm. What's up, guys? The old <laughs> man record music show. Music used to be good, <laughs> but I te- I will say this. Um, there's too much classic rock on the radio. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's really kind of like, I love classic rock. Don't get me. I mean, half these albums I just showed you. I mean, I love it. I do. It's amazing. But it's like, it's the only option that in Spanish music, you know, it's like, there's not a lot or hip hop or something, you know, it's like uh, R and B, but I feel like, uh, get serious XM. I have it, but sometimes I like radio in the car and I got all that stuff. I have all of it. I have I have all those stations. I I have way too many streaming things. And but no, I'm just saying. Like I I'm, I have a soft spot for the radio for like you know AM FM. Yeah. You get in your car. You turn on a tune. You turn on 105.3 or 102.3. Let the let out. Whatever. You know I love all that. <laughs> but after a while, you're like, all right, man. It's like how about some new rock? Like there's no new music that's not you know. Yeah. I don't know. Just I noticed that too. You put on like K Rock out here, or what's the other one? Jack? Jack? Is that Jack FM? That's pretty something? good because it's kind of all over the spectrum. That's probably the best yeah. station on radio. 
but I don't hear a lot of new rock. They're still no, when no, they play rock, it's still like '90s, early yeah, 2000s. Like '90s 80s. is the new. They they're playing like Pearl Jam, like it just came out. You're like, yeah. all right, dude. I mean, I love that <laughs> stuff, but I I think it's. I also think it's weird when I put on the radio. So called Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I put no, on the radio. Are. I have no idea what is happening currently yeah. in rock because it, you can't find because, it anywhere. Yeah. Because that audience doesn't listen to FM radio. No, I know. I get it. But but they would if they're in a car, they would. You know, I think uh, I, I, know. I think the FM rock stations ruin themselves because they would play like the same. They would never play deep cuts. You would have to listen to a special yeah. uh, uh, night if they were only going to do deep cuts. Uh, like, you know, if you knew they were going to play Aerosmith, they were going to probably play, you know, Walk This Way yeah. or Dream, Dream On, on. And, they would ne- and they would never play anything else. You know, if they were playing Zeppelin, they were playing Stairway, you know, they would yeah. never play, they would never play like when the levee breaks. Well, if you got lucky, you would find a college station. And once it, there's a good college station college here, broke a, right. there's a college station here and it's actually really good. They play everything from jazz to like speed metal. Like it's fantastic. Oh. It's all over the place. What station think- is that? I want to put it uh, on the car. 80, 84 point something. I'll, I'll find it. But it's, uh, but that's the thing is like college stations, probably your best bet as far as finding good stuff. Yeah. But you know, but Apple music, I mean, I can, but the thing is I can talk into my phone and be like, Apple music, play new rock da, 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 or new punk or whatever. And something will come up. So, you know, but I just, I don't know. I just think uh, the whole FM radio thing is like the same thing, every station. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know. There used to be new rock. I don't know what happened. It used to, to be, but now it's old. Right? <laughs> Why? It doesn't have to be. There's people out there jamming. Yeah. Years ago, they're new out rock. there jamming. Yeah. There's a there's probably a thousand new rock bands and nobody's listening to them. Yeah, we've we yeah. spoke about a lot of them. Some on this of them show. will be at Harvard and Stone in LA on Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> For free. For Are you free. a rock band now? Is that what's going on? Well, I, use, I, I play under the, the Buzz Killjoy name. To separate it from my comedy. Oh, yeah. But you're going to do the funny songs, though, right? I'm doing all the songs. Yeah. It's a mixture of the the Buzz Killjoy songs and the the Anthony Capper songs. And you're by yourself. Yeah. Doing the same thing that I do here. Nice. Bringing all this equipment. All right. Next time, you got to give us a couple of months and like, I'll, fly <laughs> these, of... I'll fly the ding dongs in and we'll oh, all yeah, go to yeah. the show. Wow. We'll, oh, I would know, love to come. I got yeah. another one in August, too. All right. That might be so doable. I'll tell you, we'll I'll feel tell you it about out. That too. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, October's thinking probably best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'll book October. Let me yeah, let me make I'll, some uh, calls. I'm in Italy in uh, August. <laughs> Where are you? I'm going to be in Italy. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. My cousin's in Italy right now. Ah, nice. He sent me Good a picture stuff. of gnocchi uh, earlier today. Ah. <laughs> and a little potato based pasta. Yeah, yeah. Looked delicious. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't like the Sopranos soundtrack uh, theme song, Anthony. <laughs> It really broke all our hearts. I I, I we realized. did like your song, but it broke our hearts. It really did. That's a it's, that's a great song. It's the that only is. thing about the show I don't like. It's a perfect show, so except that so for some the reason, for me, the it, theme song. You should mention that Tony Soprano was in the mafia. <laughs> you should mention it more. I love the visual though. Gabagool. Or Gabagool reference. I forgot about that song. It's a great song. We didn't forget about it. We were very <laughs> You got to do that on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna be in the back going, Gabagool! Gabagool! Play the Gabagool song! Gabagool! 
And I'd be like, what? What's the Gobble Ghoul song? <laughs> All right. So this is the love episode. That's where everybody has to try to find love in a song that the other person picks, even if they don't like it. That's the best part of about this. And I think I'm going to keep the theme because I do like the idea of finding something positive because I feel the Internet is horribly negative. Mm-hmm. And so when I came up with this, it was like it, the shows have been so much better because we're not just yelling at each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I feel like it's more fun. Nobody's like. <laughs> and so. Uh, so, yeah. So this is uh, the show we're doing. Um, so if you want to hit us in the chat, which songs that you love. We would love to hear what you love. And uh, let's start with Jeff. What do you got, Jeff? What do you got? All right. So I went with my favorite Bruce Springsteen song. I know Anthony's a big fan. (laughs) Um, So I went with uh, Prove It All Night. Uh, This is off of the 1978 uh, album, Darkness on the Edge of Town. Um, It is... There's some really beautiful music played here. Roy Bitten, uh, the piano player, really stands out on the intro. Great uh, sax. I know Dustin's a big sax guy. Um, (laughs) He does a great sax lead. Uh, This is Clarence Clemens. Um, If you ever listen to the live version, like when, when he first went on tour right before the River Tour, 1978, absolutely amazing. Um... It's it, you know when he did the song live, he this song can go almost as long as twelve minutes, and he had wow. he would have this really great intro, and the intro uh, really sounded a lot like a song called Frederick by Patti Smith, and it was just an instrumental, and it was just so pretty, and then it would you know be played in a minor key, and then it would go into Prove It All Night, and it was it was just really great, and the idea of the song came from when Bruce was in New York city uh, in the back of a cab, uh, the driver who was in his like mid forties was uh, going on and on about how uh, all day long, you got to prove it to your boss, you know, driving around in a cab, but then all night you got to go home and prove it uh, to your wife. And then on the weekends, you got to prove it to your kids. And Bruce just got the idea to write the song about proving it all night. So there's a lot of there's a lot of like misconceptions on what the song's about, but th- but this is where the inspiration from the song came from. Prove it all night. Oh, I thought it was some bedroom thing. Um. That, that's what a lot of people <laughs> think, but no, it's not. It's about it's about you know how in every facet of your life you have to prove it and mm-hmm. prove it all night. Yeah. Now you know this is the first time I've you know really opened myself to Bruce Springsteen and just allowed like, you know, positivity to happen as I'm listening to the song. And, uh, you know, such a talented band, you know, is oh this, God, is this yeah. the E street or is this yes, before no, that? No, this, this is, is the E street band. band. This okay. is, this is Max. This is the classic quintessential okay. E street band. Yeah. I, I, you know, I really, I enjoyed the song. The guitar solo, I thought was fantastic. Who's that? Who's on guitar? Bruce, Bruce is on guitar. What? He played himself. that? Okay, yeah, well, that's wow. pretty impressive. And see, that's the thing. That's what happens with Bruce Springsteen. The more you kind of discover, then you find out, oh, he can play guitar really well. Like, he can do this or whatever. And, you know, oh, he writes amazing songs. And so I think the more you give, you surrender yourself to Bruce, I think the more, you know, surprised and happy you are about the things that he can do. Um, I did like this song. Um, I do. I will say this, though. The only It's not a negative. It's just I feel like... Sometimes I like the band and sometimes I like 
Bruce by himself. I feel sometimes the arrangement together seems like a lot. Like I would, I'd like to hear more, you know, Bruce unplugged, be honest with you. I feel like yeah. I would just be, that's something I probably be more into. I just think when they all come together is probably when I'm turned off a little, not that the band's not crazy talented, but I just feel there's something about it. Like, I don't want a saxophone with a guy from New Jersey who's blue collar and wears white t-shirts. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like, and he's been through some shit. Like I want to, you know, I kind of want a more of a kind of a stripped down version. And so that would be the only thing mm-hmm. I would like to. And I'm sure there's some stuff out there that's oh, more yeah. stripped down. Bruce. <laughs> there's a lot oh, yeah. of different yeah. versions of this as yeah. in, in different years. In, there's different incarnations. Um, when he left the E Street Band and just went out, I remember I worked on two of those tours yeah. um, and he would play this song. And it, it definitely sounded different without the, the E Street Band. And then, you know, but with, with the E Street Band, there, you know, there is some type of magic to it. There I mean, is. It and is I ju- see that. It's yeah. just such a big, full sound. And like I said, go, my, my suggestion, go back and listen to... Put him go on the internet, go to YouTube, Bruce Springsteen, 1978, Phoenix, Arizona, and listen okay. to that version of the song and tell me you don't love it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I will definitely love it because it's good music, but I, I'm still I'm still <clears throat> taking my time with Bruce. Like I'm still it's baby steps, and I think this is a good song to make me not hate him. Whereas the jury's still out on that uh, John Cougar Mellencamp song. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that was the best song to to convert me, but this is a pretty good song to convert me. But I, you know, I still feel like Born to Run is a little more stripped, right? It seems like it's less. No, no. Born to Run is a, is it? No, it's a, that's a big song. That's a is big, a big song? grand song. Okay. That's a grand song. The whole album that's is so, just big. Yeah, there, there's a lot. It doesn't seem go- big, that album, because he's. Oh, no, just- there's a lot going on there. When, okay. you, listen, right. when you listen to uh, Greetings from uh, Asbury Park, mm-hmm. To born to run the sound is and the recording is drastically different okay all right well it's just you know i think that's uh that i still like like i heard him on stern and i felt like it was a little closer to what i would be into it was, it was just he's, him he's with a guitar 73 years old at that point yeah which is great Ever, I, just, yeah. I liked it i liked it him and a guitar it just, i liked it <laughs> i thought that was something that i enjoyed actually him at 73 with a guitar and a by himself well, 800 dollars you could have seen that on broadway Oh, that's yep. what they were doing. Yeah. Which I'd was incredible. That. I'd pay that. You saw that, right? Yeah. Uh, how much? 800? I, I, saw, I saw it early yeah. on, too. I'm like you, Anthony. It's like, you know, you can't be, you can't pretend you're the working man and then charge $800 for a ticket. <laughs> yeah, Just can. on principle, I wasn't going. No, you can't. I was okay. totally against that. I mean, he's not in charge of all that. It takes a lot of money. He, he is in Broadway charge of that. Show. No, he's not. He it's has a other one, people. It's one guy with. I bought a stool today. It costs thirty four dollars. But there's a other stool people and an involved. acoustic guitar. There's still other people involved in the production of that, and it's like lighting, sound. Play doesn't even come close. You to know that. what that rent is on Broadway, bro? It's a regular crazy. Broadway play doesn't cost that much. Pretty close. No, you try to get trying to get Hamilton tickets when it was hot. It was pretty Ooh. close. It still was. It was even less than half yes, the price. Of it was that. pretty pricey. No, Eight hundred dollars was insane. It was pricey. I'm sorry, when man. Hamilton was hot, it was about that, dude. It was crazy. Nobody could get tickets. It was I everything wasn't was going five to see up. that either. You yeah, got I tickets. Paid less, uh, <laughs> I paid less for Springsteen than for uh, Hamilton. Hamilton was absurd. How much it was? Uh, Wait, so what did you, you get? A uh, standing room in the back for fifty bucks. 
Oh, yeah. He was an usher. Hey, uh, he was an usher. I, he did I did get Springsteen in September for fifty dollars. Wow. All right. So Adam, you love this song, right? This oh yeah. Is, uh, I mean, this is a this is a great song. It's a fantastic album. I was actually telling Jeff the other day that uh, "Prove It All Night" is not even my. It's it's top five on this album for me, but I, I probably put maybe number four. This has one of my all-time favorite Springsteen songs on it, Badlands, which opens it up. Uh, Candy's Room is a great song. Darkness on the Edge of Town. Uh, and then I'd probably go Prove It All Night. But um, uh, this is a great – just overall, this is a darker album. This is um, you know, part of that four-album run, which is probably one of the greatest album runs in history with Born to Run, Darkness on the Edge of Town, The River, and, and Born in the USA. Now, uh, now no, Dustin, you see, said no, – no, You missed one. Uh, because it's, it's a great – or, yeah, it's a great it's a great three album run. I think it's the best three album run in music history. Born to run, born to, born to run, darkness on the edge of town, river and the river. I don't think there's been a band that can come out with came out with three stronger well, Zeppelin. albums. Zeppelin was pretty pretty strong. Well, not three the in Beatles. a row. Beatles, the one Beatles. and two, one, one two, two, but that, but that, but then three wasn't that great. What was three? Uh, three, 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 three just had immigrant song on it. Still great. I mean, just great that song, song alone but, makes it a good but, album, but, but not better than the three that the Springsteen put out. What's well, it's, it's all it. it. be determined. It, and it, that it's was all like art. Can't. There's no yes or no on that. Yeah, and I think Born to Run was the first one with the the full E Street lineup, the full classic E Street. Because I think uh, the Wildiness and the, the E Street Shuffle, which I think is a fantastic record, that was right before it, was right when they were starting to kind of uh, figure it out. I don't think they had the full full band at that point. But Dawson, you were saying before you like stripped down Springsteen. Um, you should definitely check out Nebraska, which is probably the ultimate stripped down Springsteen album. Yeah. And that's the one that happened right after. Uh, I think it was right after the river, right? Or was it right yes, before? It was, uh, right after, after the river. Right after the river. Yeah. Okay. I'll check that out. It's just Springsteen right. and guitar. And he recorded which, it. Which on turned a, off a lot of fans early on, Adam, yeah. if you remember. Because it's a big departure from what he had just done previously with three albums. And then, like you said, he goes to this completely different sound. Like his Pinkerton, his Pinkerton album. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not a bad comparison. Yeah. Although I think Pinkerton, you know, when you when you listen, I loved Pinkerton the second it came out. That was one of my favorite albums of, of the 90s, easily. Yeah. Yeah, um, mine too. So, Anthony, what, uh, what did you like about this album? <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I mean, okay, I can't pretend like this uh, completely changed my mind about Springsteen, but this was, I I didn't mind it. The chorus is kind of, it's got a catchy chorus. Uh, and this is from the 70s, you said? This is 78. Because it, it, it does have, it has a different sound than a lot of the Springsteen I'm, I'm used to hearing. Uh, it does, I, I, I do kind of like that, 70s rock sound that that is happening there um i like the sax solo i thought that was good i didn't realize that was that was uh bruce springsteen playing the guitar solo that was like almost a, a guns and roses kind of guitar yeah what's solo. his name um who's the who's the guitarist in the band now um Adam? Uh, nils yeah nils isn't in the band yet so i i like that i was i was shocked at that guitar solo. It's not little Stevie or whatever. That... No. Okay. Um, 
I didn't mind it. That is what, a huge compliment <laughs> from uh, Anthony Gapper. Um, We're making progress. <laughs> yeah, I, I do feel if Born in the USA never came out, I think um, Bruce Springsteen, for a lot of us that are into like 70s bands and Allman Brothers and, you know, that kind of era of music, I feel a lot of us got cheesed out by Bruce in the in the 80s. And I yeah. feel like I think it would be a, I would probably look at him differently if I hadn't seen that video of like the chick from Friends dancing on the stage. Right. You know, that that era of of Bruce which was great for him. He was so you know, made so much money. It was he was selling out everywhere. Uh, Born it in the USA a, a stadium act. It did. And Born in the USA, it's a great song and it's about Vietnam and all that. And I get all that. And Glory Days is a pretty solid song and all that. But I just feel that oh, album kind of like, you know, it just, it, it was a lot. It was like this, I mean, you know, there was a lot of bands that there was a little too much of them. And he was definitely it was, it was one of those. album. Yeah. And it yeah. was like, uh, it was but you listen to this and you're like, all right, this dude's got skills. Like this is more of a, yeah. a, a, mu a musician's album as opposed to mm -hmm. what Born in the USA is. Yeah. So. I think if I had heard more of this kind of sound, yeah, I wouldn't have the feelings that, uh, I have when we talk about well, it's like the Bruce Eagles. Springsteen. Like you heard that song last yeah. week. Take it easy. Yeah. It's like it feels less of the. Uh, I like that song. Know, yeah, whiny Hotel California or whatever. Yeah, so I which get is it. maybe my least favorite song of all time. Hotel California. <laughs> least favorite. It's least yeah. favorite of yeah. all time. You gotta love Take It Easy, man. That's a great, great Take song. Take It Easy. He great. said he liked it. I like yeah. it. He said he liked it. He said he liked it last week. Were you here? Come on, pay yeah. attention. I, well, that, well, that was that was two weeks ago. <laughs> was it two weeks ago? It was last week. No, was it? Last week we talked about uh, we didn't start the fire. Start the fire. Oh, oh, okay, boy. whatever. Oh, oh. All right, these are long episodes because we're trying to. We're <laughs> trying to the trilogy. Just, yeah, we're just we're we're looser now. We're mm -hmm. we're just like we don't care. We don't have to get to an album. We'll get to it eventually. That's that's the way you know. I think it's nice. We're letting it breathe. We're letting the show breathe. Everybody. <sighs> <sighs> Old man breathing. <laughs> um cool 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 so yeah so i guess i'll go um i know this is a band that jeff doesn't like so uh it's a band that uh, kind of defined my high school days if you will i'm trying i'm trying not to be locked into my high school days but but that's that is very difficult i don't know if you guys feel that way where it's just like it's so hard for your high school music not to just be with you i mean you just want to listen to it it's, with your it's, and it's like one of those things where you're like i want to evolve that's why i was making that whole stink about new music because i want to <laughs> evolve i don't want to just stay listening to the cure and all this shit but it's like you know, there's just so many bands that are just attached to you when your developmental life was happening and you know, love was happening and, you know, and what you how you saw life and everything was kind of coming together and drugs for the first time and sex for the first time and like all these things. And so all the music that was that was happening at that time is just a big part of your soundtrack. And it's like you can't let go of it. And I, I've tried. I've tried not to listen to bands like The Cold. And I just end up going, ah! And I, I can't, it's like, ah, and I just like, I just can't stop it. And uh, this is uh, one of those bands. This is uh, Echo and the Bunnymen that are a big part of my high school days. Um, I feel like uh, there was like, you know, it was The Cure, it was The Smiths, it was uh, Psychedelic Furs, it was, you know, Depeche Mode, and it was Echo and the Bunnymen. And it was like, it was kind of this, you know, this power 
you know, there was really good bands that came out, you know, at that time. It was like 80s New Wave was really kind of taken over. And it was because it was dance music, but there was also good instrumental music. It wasn't like, and meaning like, you know, they played guitars and it was, a, it was instruments, you know, it wasn't just all the synth stuff that was happening with like Depeche Mode and Erasure and all that, which they were making great music. But these bands were, you know, they were playing a little bit with the uh, the synth stuff, but there was a lot of good music being made. And uh, um, let's see, which I chose The Killing Moon, which um, I think is a haunting song. They're very go- uh, goth, post-punk, you know, kind of sound. Um, 1984 album, uh, Ocean Rain, this album here. Um <clears throat> You know, it was featured in the film Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the kids, you know, oh, yeah, they kind of yeah, made yeah. a resurgence, yeah. you know, this song. Um, you know, Ian McCullough is a lead singer. He said he was inspired by God. He got the lyrics. Uh, he said he just woke up in a dream. He like woke woke up and started writing uh, Fade Against Your Will uh, through the thick and thin. He will wait until you give yourself to him. Uh, so he 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 credits God as a co-writer, which I love that kind of kooky stuff. So it's like the fact that he's just like, God inspired this song is like, you know, which is just funny because, you know, it's just a different time for even guys to even bring up God in a song because it's not a band you would think of like that. And uh, they did have a bass player. Uh, I feel like Jeff always said there was no bass line, but they... Uh, <laughs> You know, Leslie Thomas Patterson, Pattinson, he was like a huge bass player. And then Steve Bannon was Brandon was the other guy. But uh, uh, I thought it was God. It was God, God, playing God played keyboards, but uh, <laughs> he did he did the, he did xylophone. <laughs> Hell of a xylophonist. I just like the song, man. It just it, it's creepy and it's mm-hmm. kind of broody, but I love it. And it's it's just like dun, 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 the wind. It's just like a, I don't know. It's just I lose myself in the song, and I just want to put on eyeliner and just like fucking be nineteen eighty seven again. And uh, it's uh, I don't know. I just love this band. I love this song. I think it just kind of like uh, you know. If you want to know what I was like in high school, these are the kind of bands I was listening to. And so it just kind of you know it just shaped me. These this kind of these these kind of songs. And so I just really love this song. I think it's uh, Lips Like Sugar is probably one of their more popular songs. But Killing Moon is you know definitely a solid Echo mm-hmm. in the Bunny Men song. So uh, you know. We'll, we'll we'll go ahead and start with Jeff. All right, Jeff. What do you got? What okay. what do you like about the song? All right, what I like about it, one, it's <laughs> he he's he's very he reminds me a lot. I, I listen actually out of all the songs, this is one I listened to the most. Okay. Um, I remember when it first came out, I was not a fan. Um, but I do like it now. Uh, reminds me so much of Jim Mars and the way this guy yes. sings. Very much. You know, I think there's a lot of comparisons to that. I remember when this album came out, I remember I was in college and I owned a record store. That's how I that's how I paid for my college tuition. I owned this record store. So cool. And um I remember stocking it and buying it. And even though this wasn't my type of music, I did under, appreciate that there were there was a, a a fan base for this. You know, this, the Smiths, that was considered like the the um, the English new wave. That was like the second English invasion that was coming over here. Um, but yeah, this is, you're right. This is a very, very moody uh, song. I think this kind of like um, uh, s- sets the, the tone for, for bands that came out a little later on, like Sisters of Mercy. And um, um, who, who was that band that sang, sang the Milky Way? 
Um, the church. The church. Oh, yeah. Church, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, uh, it, it, it might, like I think those like '90s type bands really bid off of Echo and the Bunnymen, and so I, I think that you know they they definitely started like a, a genre of of music which would maybe be goth new wave. But this was a this was a, a good song. Like I said, I've listened to it a lot since uh, you brought it up, and you know over the past like three weeks, and I, I do enjoy it now. I think it's a good song. Yeah, no, that's. Uh... <laughs> I love this show. Well, we can do this. We can make people turn the corner a little bit on a band. <laughs> yeah, this is probably one of the definitely one of their better songs. But uh, just yeah, a I, song. yeah, just a song. <laughs> <laughs> looks like sugar's fun. That's a fun song. That's a good that's song a, too. Yeah, yeah I like that. Looks like sugar. Yeah, lips like sugar, sugar yeah. and spices. Sugar um, kisses. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a dance I song. Know. I don't know. I never know the. Yeah, it is a good dance song. But yeah, they definitely inspired, you know, a lot of people. And that's, you know, that's what you want in a band. Uh, Anthony, what do you think? About I, this? uh, I like this a lot. I, I also listen to this, uh, a bunch of times. Uh, I don't always listen to all of our picks multiple times, but th this one I, I, I played a few times. This is a song that I, um, I didn't know that I knew, mm. you know, like just by the, like I, I knew, the name Echo and the Bunny Men. Um, but I'd heard this song like at dive bars or whatever. It's always a yeah, song yeah. where I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I never knew who it was. So when it, when I started playing it, uh, you know, in our in our playlist that we have, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, it's this song. Um, so I, I liked it a lot. It, you know, it also one of the bands that kind of reminded me of, reminded me of stuff on the first Radiohead album. Mm hmm. It kind of almost had a Radiohead sound, like Pablo Honey yeah. era Radiohead, kind of. Which Pablo I like. Honey, honey, that one has creep on it, right? Is yeah, that, it yeah, creep. that's got yeah. creep. Yeah. All right, Adam. Well, I'll see. I'll say about um, just quick about Radiohead. Um, I would say <laughs> probably the Bends. The Bends. Oh, you were uh, getting more Bends. More Bends because Pablo Honey sounded a lot more like you uh, two. I always yeah. felt, but, um, but the Benz is much moodier. This song is, you know, the killing moon is right up my alley. I mean, it's a haunting broody song. I'm, it's one of my, I, yeah. I'd probably put this as a desert Island song for me. Um, nice. it's, um, it, it's something like it always hits me every time I've heard it so many times. And it's just always it, one of those songs that I, I, and I guess it's just the, it just evokes this moody atmosphere that I really, really enjoy. And, um, yeah. And, and God wrote it. So, right. <laughs> God rocks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, just a perfect song. Great. Yeah. It's definitely a perfect song, you know, and we're going to have to extend this episode <laughs> to the next. <laughs> it's a whole franchise. I love it. I love a four it. Parter. That's a, that way we don't have to do so much work. We can right. just be like, ah, we know what to do next week. We already listened to the songs. <laughs> and it's not like now we're going to have to stretch the last two songs. I know. Well, we can stretch. I'll throw something else in there because I have some other <laughs> ideas I want to work on as uh, far as like an, uh, a segment in the beginning. But hey, this is our love episode. Uh, if you want to send us messages on YouTube, on our Dustin's <laughs> vinyl, we, we finally have a TikTok. Uh, if you want to check that out, uh, Adam and I are going to hit that yeah. pretty strong. So uh, yeah, thanks guys. Uh, thanks for listening and watching and uh, we'll see you next time. Love, baby. Love each other. I like it.